What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Check the Kick Podcast. I'm the host, Devin. Website is SureDog.com. And we are back. Moving on to UFC Fight Night, Dolidze versus Imovov. Um, I picked three fights to talk to you guys about. Uh, one woman's fight that I think that's going to be really good that we're going to talk about here in a second. Um, we'll just kick it off. We have... Natalia Silva versus Viviani Araujo. Araujo is a plus 215 dog. Silva comes back as a minus 265 favorite. Um, I like this fight. Viviana, Viviani Araujo is not in boring fights, and now there's Natalia Silva. Um, Silva has... She's definitely a smaller women's flyweight, but she's an athletic beast, and she's very technical, and she's got very good power. Since she came back to the UFC, she's been killing it. She took – it was very strange because she took three years off of MMA, and she has a loss to Marina Rodriguez back in 2017. Um, she's got a bunch of losses in her early career, but she's gone a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10-fight 10 win streak, which is really impressive in this division. She's got good wins over Andrea Lee. That TKO finish of Victoria Leonardo was very violent. That Teresa Blada, that spinning back kick to punches was awesome. Um, a win over Jasmine Jazavicious, who's that fight is aging like fine wine. Um, multiple, multiple submission finishes over in Jungle Fight. Um, Natalia Silva is really, really good. She's a technician. She's very fast. She has great footwork. She likes to fight on the outside, and then she'll just explode in with her karate style with strikes. Um, if she gets you against the cage and she gets you hurt, ask Teresa Bleda. Ask Victoria Leonardo. She will just fire off combinations. She's got very good hand speed, fast kicks, um, good submissions too, which we haven't really seen in the UFC as of yet. Good takedown defense. She is one of those fighters that is – you know, she could probably fight down at 115, but I think she may not have the same speed edge she has. Um, she's always a faster fighter, especially against, you know, fighters like Teresa Bleda and Jasmine Jazdavicius, who are, you know, I don't want to call them glacially slow, but slow for the division. Um, she's like Natalia Silva's lightning fast. Viviani Arujo is a girl that's actually pretty big for the division. She made her UFC debut up a weight class and won via KO. She's got good power, good boxing, good wrestling. She's gritty. She's tough. Um, she's a very, I don't want to call her a uh, wishy-washy fighter, but, you know, like she she had an absolute war with Alexa Grasso and then went out there and got like rung up by Amanda Hebos in the very, in the very next fight. She's coming off of a really impressive win over Jennifer Maya where she looked good in that fight. Um, she's also got wins against Andrea Lee. She's definitely, Arujo's definitely fought the better fighters in the UFC. I mean, she's Alexis Davis, OG, Jessica I, Montana De La Rosa, good win. Roxanne Montaferri, good win. She lost to Caitlin Chikagian, but she has that experience. Beat Andrea Lee, lost to Alexa Grosso, but has that experience. Amanda Hebos is a pretty good fighter, and so is Jennifer Maya. Um, I think... She could potentially give Natalia Silva fits in the pocket because she's the bigger girl. I think she's going to have to really rely on her athlete, her own athleticism because Viviana Araujo is also a high caliber athlete. 
I don't think she's as fast as Natalia, Natalia Silva, but I do think she may have more punching power. Um, I'm curious to see what happens if she gets her hands on her, like what it looks like in the clinch. Can she push her to the cage, you know, make it a dirty fight, use the clinch, dirty boxing, get the overhook and just land uppercuts, or, or will this fight be at boxing range? Natalia Silva will kickbox from the outside, use her superior speed and footwork, try to pepper you with the jab. And I wonder if Araujo will have the ability to cut off the cage. Um, she has decent footwork and decent boxing, but, you know, Alexa Grosso did kind of expose her there in those in those, in those departments, being able to out-footwork her. Um, it's a fun fight. That's why I'm talking to you guys about it. Going to go with Natalia Silva. I think she is going to be able to just use her footwork, land peppering shots and kicks from the outside. Um, curious to see what happens if they start grappling. I think Araujo could do some, I don't want to say lay and pray, but could do some lay and pray in a fight like this because she is the bigger fighter. But Silva, I think the odds, you know, the odds should definitely be a lot closer. I'd say maybe minus 150, something like that. Um, but again, give me Natalia Silva moving on to probably what's going to be the banger of the card. Most fun fight. We got Hanato Moicano fighting Drew Dober. This is just a badass fight. Moicano's coming in as a minus 142 favorite. Dober's a plus 120 dog here. This fight could really truly go either way. Moicano's, you know, kind of been on a hiatus. His last fight was November 12th of 2022, where he finished Brad Riddell after kind of, you know, kicking his ass and then submitting him via rear naked choke in the first round. Prior to that, he fought in March of 2022, where he came in on late notice and fought RDA and kind of got beat up pretty bad in that fight, but showed his heart and, and hung tough. Good wins against Alexander Hernandez, Jai Herbert, eh, that, uh, Body punch, then finish over the top from Rafael Fazia of that knockout loss was a pretty devastating loss to him. Um, he's been hurt by big punchers. Um, he's got good wins, guys like Cub Swanson, stuff like that. Drew Dober, Drew Dober's coming off of a good win against Ricky Glenn. He did get knocked out by Matt Favola. Prior to that, he knocked out Bobby Green. That's a good win. Knocked out Rafael Alves. That's actually a really good win that is kind of slept on. Rafael Alves is probably better than what he showed in the UFC. Um, and then the knockout against Terrence McKinney. Before that, he did get he did lose to Brad Riddell, so that is a common opponent they have. And then he also got um, finished by Islam Hashev. But Islam's an anomaly. He's the best fighter in the world, number one pound for pound fighter. He's going to beat everyone. That's what Islam Hashev does. Um, curious to see how this fight goes. I'm pretty sure Drew Dober is just going to try to walk him down and punch him really hard. Um, you look at Moicano's record, he looked really, really tough and took a lot of damage from RDA, but he's got a lot of losses by knockout. A lot of his losses are via finish. Like, Ortega submitted him, whatever, but he was piecing up Ortega before that. But he got knocked out, body punches, and then punches over the top by Jose Aldo, got knocked out by the Korean Zombie, and got knocked out by Rafael Fiziev. Um, And I'll tell you one thing. Judober probably punches harder than all three of those guys. And that says a lot. Jose Aldo fucking cracks. Chen Sung Jung fucking cracks. Rafael Fiziev also freaking cracks. Judober might 
might punch harder than all of them. Drew Dober will be willing to stand in the fire and see who gets burned first. He's got a, I know he's a training partner of Justin Gaethje. He's got a very Justin Gaethje-like style. Well, he will stay in the pocket and be willing to take his opponent's best shots to give his own. Um, and, and, you know, it could look like the Matt Frivola fight, or it could like the Huff, look at the Rafael Fazia fight. I'm not too sure. Um, what Mike Conner does really well, he, he's a he's a good combination puncher himself. He's a good grappler, got really good submissions. He's going to have to try to wrestle with Drew Dober. I don't think it's smart for him to try to box or strike with Drew Dober. Drew Dober has got good footwork. He can get in and out of the pocket really fast. He's got hammers when he throw, when he lets his hands go. Um, what worries me is uh, Moicano's inactivity in this fight, where Moicano hasn't... I mean, he last time he fought, he cut a crazy promo. Moicano wants money. He... I don't know what happened to him. He just hasn't fought. He didn't fight all of 2023. It's January of 2024. So, you know, December, he hasn't fought in 14 months. That's a long time in someone in their athletic prime at his age. There's not even a ton of X's and O's about this fight. My notes are very short. Um, Moicano has the skills to win this fight. And if it were somebody else with the same skill sets as Moicano, I'd probably pick them to beat Drew Dober because Drew Dober has definitely shown some chinks in his armor when it comes to his grappling deficiencies. But Moicano's willingness to brawl, his promo that he cut, Moicano wants money. He hasn't fought in 14 months. He's, he's, Going to be trying to look for another 50K. Thing is, he can get knocked out for it. Um, give me Drew Dober to win by first round knockout. I think Drew Dober, even though he lost a, a recent fight, he was looking good. He's been hurting everyone he fights. He's really sitting down on his shots. He's really reliant on his power. And I think Moicano's going to fill that power. Moicano's going to probably try to pressure forward and get caught with something. Um, in Drew Dober's fight with Matt Frivola, that was a 50-50 fight until he got caught. And I, and it could happen here. Moicano is enough of a puncher to definitely hurt people. But I think Drew Dober is just a dude that could give him problems. You look at all of the dudes that have finished, especially Rafael Faziev and especially Jose Aldo. Drew Dober can, can replicate a lot of the success that they had. Drew Dober by knockout. That's the pick for me. Moving on to the main event, we have Roman Delize taking on Nasardin Imavov. Delize is the slight underdog in this fight. He's a, coming in at plus 136. Imavov is coming in at minus 162. Um, both of these guys are they're in a position where another loss or two is going to put them at that gatekeeper level. But then another win or two is going to put them, you know, in title contention. And it just depends. Um, both of them have the ability to be title challengers, in my opinion. And both of them have, you know, both of them could easily become gatekeepers in this division. Imovov is coming off of that clash of heads. Um, no contest with Chris Curtis. Prior to that, he lost to Sean Strickland. Before that, he, you know, beat Joaquin Buckley 
who's down at welterweight now, Edmund Shabazian, who is Edmund Shabazian, then Ian Heinish, who knows where Ian Heinish is. Um, what really worries me about Imavov is his loss to Phil Haas. Like, ugh, that's not that's not not a good look at all. Um, Roman Delide, he is coming off of that loss to Marvin Vittori in a really, really close fight where he was landing hammers on Vittori and another man might have been hurt and knocked out, but not Marvin Vittori. Um, before that, he knocked out Jack Hermanson, knocked out Phil Hawes, knocked out Kyle Dawkins, and then had that weird decision with Laureano Staropoli. Um, the 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 loss on his record that makes me concerned for him is the Trevin Giles loss because Roman Delize should crush a dude like Trevin Giles, in my opinion. Um, both of these dudes are huge. Roman Delize, former 205er, 6'3", he's, he's a giant middleweight. And so is so is Nasruddin Imavov. Imavov is a guy with smaller reach. He's one of those big, long torso body types. Um, both of them, you know, both of them in, incredible fighters. I really like what uh, Delize did to Jack Hermanson, where he's kind of losing and then got him, you know, just took control on the ground and, and finished him with ground and pound. That was just super impressive. Delize is a guy that he's a very brutish, bullish fighter. He's got great BJJ and great wrestling. He, you know, comes from Georgia, not the, not the, not the state, the country. Um, and Imavov is, he's a Frenchman, you know, by way of Russia. Imavov is much more of an in and out striker, relies on his speed and his athleticism, kind of a point karate style of striking where he's on the outside and he'll leap into boxing range land shots and then try to exit and roman delizia is much more of a forward pressure land bombs really really try to land big power on dudes i would say delizia is the more powerful puncher and probably the better grappler wrestler and definitely the better submission artist um and imalov is definitely the faster and probably more technical striker of the bunch um he comes from a decent camp. You know, Cyril Ghan is one of his main training partners. You might see Ghan in the corner this weekend. Um, and Delize does camps in Vegas as well. That I know. Um, Delize is out of Extreme Couture. It was, it was a gym that's got tons of amazing training partners. You know, he's in the room with guys like Chris Curtis and Sean Strickland and Ankalaev. And, you know, it's Extreme Couture. Everyone and their mother trains there. It's, a, it's an incredible gym. Over five rounds, we saw Nasruddin start to flag in the fifth round against Sean Strickland and his last five-rounder. Um, and we haven't really seen Roman go five rounds in the UFC yet. He looked good against Vittori, had tons of success with the forward pressure. It's a very it's a tough fight to pick. I don't when I when I come here and talk about fights, I, I have my notes. This is just one page about this fight alone. Um, yes, it's on a ripped off piece of notebook paper. So what? Do take my notes. Um, they're just not on a pretty piece of paper. They're from a ripped off notebook. So I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I don't ever pick who I think is going to win. I like to talk about it and then convince myself one way or the other. Um I think I kind of have to pick Roman Delize, another underdog here, which, uh, you know, I'm giving it back-to-back dogs. I just don't, 
I don't think Nasruddin is dangerous enough with his striking. Like he lost to Phil Haas. He lost to Phil Haas. You're supposed to go out there and just crush Phil Haas. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, Nasruddin, he, you know, he knocked out Edmund Shabazian in 2021. Prior to that, he knocked out Ian Heinish. But even like Jordan Williams, up like three weight classes, went on a three fight, a two fight losing streak. You know, I don't know. I, I think Imovov is a guy that may be a little bit overhyped, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if he's he's only got 16 pro MMA fights. He's got 12 wins, four losses. He's, you know, has one fight in Aries FC, which is a pretty decent organization outside of the UFC. He's got fights over in CFC. I'm just not sold on Nasruddin Imovov at all. I hate to say it. Um, I think Delize has much more of an upside. I, I think he's much more of a natural finisher. I think he's much more of a natural puncher. He, he's got the tools to be a problem to a guy like Nasruddin where Roman Delize has good grappling. He can take people down. He's got vicious crown and pound. He's got big power in his hands. Can he be rung up? Yeah, he could be buzzed up. I, I could totally see Nasruddin, you know, taking the back foot, using his footwork, circling in the cage and just sticking a jab on him. But I think Roman Delige is just going to walk him down and try to just turn this into a brawl. And then maybe if he starts mixing in some grappling with that, he could give Imovov a lot of problems. Give me Delize to win a decision here, but probably hurt Imovov at some point. Um, Two underdogs in a row. Hmm. Didn't think I was going to do that. Give me Roman Delize as the underdog here. That's the show, guys. Check the kick. There's my social media handle. Instagram, Twitter, those places. Give me a buzz. Tell me what you think. Shoot me a DM. Comment on this video. Um, I don't say this at every show, but I'm, I should. Go to SureDog.com. Support the SureDog family. Um, SureDog is a great website. We try to do a ton for you guys. There's plenty more guys that do way better and way more awesome shit than I do. Um, so check out SureDog.com. Listen to Keith and Ben's show. Listen to Sean Sheehan's show. Listen to all the shows on SureDog.com. Go to the forums. Go to the website. Check the kick.com. Check the kick.com. SureDog.com. Check the kick podcast. Enjoy the fights. <laughs>